0: hamster on a hamster wheel, not getting anywhere new. Perhaps you've hit a plateau that has you asking, is this it? Have you accomplished all you've set out to do in life and are not feeling as fulfilled as you thought you would? It is normal at midlife to reassess what's working for you and what's not. It's also normal to want to reclaim your time, your energy, and your joy. Let's make the best out of the second half of our lives by having more fun, experiencing more peace, and feeling more joy. If any of this resonates with you, then this podcast is for you. I'm Megan Bayless-Bartley. Now let's get ready to shift our shit. Hello, and welcome back to the SOS Podcast. I'm here with Elizabeth McCormack. This is season three, episode one, part two. We're talking about boundaries. And in this part, we're going to talk about why boundaries are important. And we're going to talk about curiosity where we left you hanging in part one. So if you didn't listen to that part, you're going to want to listen to that part because curiosity, when we come into a situation at the place of curiosity, it's, it's kind of like a neutral to positive place, right? It's, it's like, if there was all these tears of like, you were gung ho, joyful, or you were, you know, and all these different sort of emotional mindsets, curiosity, sadness, you know, uh, anger, all kind of lower on the, on the rank, but curiosity is a place of almost like a positive neutrality where you're just curious. You're just like wondering, "Hmm, that's interesting. Not why is that happening? Or it's more about like, what can I learn from this? right it doesn't have to be good or bad or right or wrong we're just curious about it
1: thoughts elizabeth yeah i think that can help us to kind of say instead of reacting instead of responding in a way that's not helpful um it allows us to just kind of say huh it looks like you might be mad at me it looks like i maybe said the wrong thing and that kind of stuff happens to all of us i mean that's just normal miscommunication. And we all can get stuck in those really complicated, like, "Mm, I want to run out of this situation, or I don't even want to show up in the first place because it's too complicated. And so Mm -hmm. being curious about somebody, that means you're not trying to control what they think. You're not trying to Mm -hmm. change what they think. And so We know that the holidays are upon us. We know that after tomorrow, after Halloween, everything shifts to Christmas. We all act like Thanksgiving doesn't even exist. And we get to anticipate all of these holidays and family events and family functions and work functions that kind of happen over the next couple of months. And so I think it's important for us to be able to say like, okay, there may be some things I'm thinking about that may or may not happen, but it starts to trigger something inside of me when it comes to going into these these relationships and having uh, Mm -hmm. levels of communication that may be comfortable and may be uncomfortable. So how can I be curious about that person's perspective rather than trying to change what they think, change how I feel about what they think, And just allow it to be space. There's so many things that are going on in the world that are hot button topics at the moment that can feel really complicated and feel very divisive. And so if we can just go in and be like, I don't really understand your position, but i'm not going to try to change your position i'm not interested in having a conversation that i have to put my opinion out there i can just listen to your opinion whether i agree with it or not i can just listen and there's nothing wrong with listening and there's nothing wrong that i have to say or do to defend my position a lot of people disagree with what i think about things in my family and all kinds of places but a lot of times i can just be like oh okay that's interesting. And not yeah. have to not have to say anything at all. But that's the difference of knowing what's yeah. mine and where do they start and where do the where does their opinion start and where does that matter?
0: Right. Right. And the truth, like I've been really curious about like the truth is that we're all entitled to our own opinion. Like that's a universal truth. I don't have to agree with your opinion, but I also don't have to talk you out of your opinion because I don't want you to talk me out of my opinion. Right. And so if we can agree to disagree. Right. And that you can just I always tell my clients, like, have one or two, you know, sentences in your back pocket that just say, like, that's one way to view it. I choose to view it differently. And you just kind of say that over and over and over again, especially in situations like that where someone might be trying to get you to, you know, lose your shit or something, you know, because they want to feel like they're. In control essentially yeah And but i'm curious just as anxious right yes or potentially insecure or trying to you know feel confidence and so you know they're everybody's trying to get something out of this mix and i realize like boundaries for me is about regaining my time and my energy right so if i'm if I'm knowing, and for me, it's, you know, the, the word security really comes up emotionally, security, emotional security is, do I feel emotionally secure in this relationship or with this person? And if it's the answer is no, I'm probably going to limit my time and energy with that person, right? Now, there might be situations where I have to be around that person. So I can say, okay, here's what I'm willing to do. I'm willing to spend one hour, do this thing, get in, get out, or, you know, have a call or whatever the thing might be. And I'm going to know my limit and know how I'm going to get out of that too. Say, well, you know, I got to where I need to be. I need to go now or I've got somewhere else I got to go. I got to go now so that you set a limit with, you know, those people that might not feel as safe for you emotionally.
1: Yeah, and I kind of like to think of it as like emotional trust. Like, do I trust you to be emotionally regulated? If I don't trust you to be able to maintain your own regulation, to be like, not too happy, not too hyper or not too angry and get real aggressive, like all of those things have to do with my degree of comfort in this arrangement so if i trust you emotionally then that means your emotional behavior is kind of predictable and that means i know what i'm gonna get from you and that Mm -hmm. feels safer for me Right. I don't know what I'm going to get for you. And you might have a history of flying off the handle. Then I'm not going to trust you as much. And I'm going to be more careful. And that's going to take more energy from me. So I'm not going to be able to spend as much time with you. And so that's where we kind of put it in. But to be fair, it's not their job. To manage our boundary, our boundary is for us. And I think a lot of times boundaries get a bad rap because we are like, you're violating my boundary. And it's like, that's (laughs) not, that's not their job. Your boundary is not their job. Yeah. your job is to follow through with whatever you've said when you've set the rule for how our engagement's going to go. If you're going to only be there an hour, when an hour comes up and they go, oh, but can't you stay and have a piece of pie or whatever it is? You're like, no, I really have somewhere else I need to be. I have something else I need to do. You don't have to explain yourself. You can just say, no, thank you. I got to go. And that can be okay. It can also be something as like, you know, you have a family relative where when you talk, they shout and you can say, you know what, my boundary for me is that when they start to shout, I'm going to go ahead and leave the room. You can tell them that that's the boundary. Or you don't have to because you don't want to get into that conversation about trying to regulate their behavior, about their yelling. But the boundary is yours. The boundary is yes. yours to hold on to and to manage and to follow through with. So if you say, that makes me uncomfortable when things get loud and then I need to go take a break. I need to go read a book by myself for a while up in an upstairs bedroom. Whatever it may be, you are the one that are that's in charge of maintaining your boundaries. And it's when we let those things go that we then find why they're so important. Because we end up being people pleasers, or we don't want them to get mad at us for leaving the room, or we don't want to feel their emotional reaction to whatever it is we choose to do when we kind of take a stand. And so we have to stop caring about what they think or what they feel So that we can manage what we think and what we feel so a lot of times we'll be so focused on what they think and feel that we'll forget what we think and feel and forget that we're supposed to be taking care of our own energy and our own space and that's where things then become much more important and much more absolutely a focus
0: absolutely yeah i mean it's a really good point and I'm wondering, I'm sure people are thinking about this already and thinking about certain people in their lives they're needing to uphold those boundaries with. And um, yeah, what's interesting is, you know, the only one who really is looking out for you is you, right? So even, and, you know, different generations do things in different ways, and so there can be some gener- generational differences of what was expected or not expected from people. Um, and it's interesting to see, you know, how people handle different things. And when people are pulling for your time and attention, oh, come on, just stay a little longer, or what you only were here for one hour. Why are you leaving now? Like, you don't even want to be here. And, you know, part of this, like you've said is, you know, and embracing the fucking forties of being like tough shit. Like I didn't have to come at all. So you could be glad that I was here for one hour or I won't come next time, you know, cause clearly it's not good enough, right? That feeling of they're pulling for more. And no matter how much I give doesn't feel like it's enough.
1: Yeah. And then that's about you letting go of their needs. Their needs are not your responsibility. Your needs are your responsibility. And it just becomes if their needs are louder than your needs, then we tend to get lost. We tend to forget, oh, but this is going to make me feel bad if I spend all of my energy here and I have nothing left for myself. I have nothing about this holiday that I enjoy if I don't find something that works for me and that feels comfortable for me. Yeah. So lots of people will say, okay, for Thanksgiving, I'm going to still celebrate this holiday. I'm going to go do my family thing, but I'm also going to have a Friendsgiving where I get to have friends over, play games, eat stupid food and and whatever and be thankful yes. for those relationships so that there's something about this that I can say okay that's the part that I like that I'm doing that I get good energy from and yes. figuring out how to make that a priority
0: yes and I always think like you're the person who has to look yourself in the mirror every morning when you wake up right like so you're the person who can you look yourself in the mirror and say like okay I'm proud of you. You did a good job taking care of yourself versus we feel a lot of times I hear guilty, right? Guilty because I let that person walk all over me again, or it just felt easier for to just say yes or whatever. And, you know, part of that is, you know, figuring out that's why there's therapy and we're talking about this and we're going to be talking about boundaries this whole season. So stay tuned for more episodes, but you know, that push and pull between how do I take care of myself? And for a lot of us, that wasn't really a priority that we were taught. We were taught to, you know, take care of other people and, you know, let go of or allow the other person to be in charge of themselves. And if, you know, they can't, it's not our job, like you said, to regulate them. And I think if we can
1: set that standard, set that expectation that like my job is to take care of me, the more you can model that, model that in a healthy way, I think the better Absolutely. off our relationships get to be and the more honest they get to be. Like if somebody comes to you and they're like, how are you doing? And you're like, oh, everything's fine. No big deal. Blah, blah, you know, that's not really an authentic relationship. We're not either one of us really getting anything out of that exchange. And so it's like, Okay. What's really going on? Here's my standard. Here's what I'm going to share with you. Here's where I'm in control of what's happening because boundaries can be really rigid and they can be really diffuse. They can be really over, you know, people who overshare kind of make us all uncomfortable or people who don't have good boundaries. And they always say yes, when someone asks them for something and then they regret it and they, are resentful okay. of the saying yes when okay. they don't mean it i mean there's all kinds of places where these not having a good sense of the middle that makes sense you can be too rigid by saying i never share anything with anybody nobody knows anything about me and i don't feel connected okay. to people and that's because i'm over mm-hmm. here on this other side being super rigid with my boundary versus okay. oh but if i'm too far on the other end it also doesn't work so we have to for ourselves find a place in the middle where it's like yes i know how to say no yes i also know how to say yes and that making that choice allows me some freedom and allows the other person to see that you know i'm going to be okay even if you tell me no yes we have to kind of figure that out
0: right and you can always change your mind one thing Um. i wrote in my book reset and it's like repeated the whole through the whole book is you can have said yes because in the moment you freaked out and you just said sure okay fine and then you can change your mind you can say you know oh i checked my calendar and i just that's not going to be able to work for me i'm so sorry because People change their minds all the time, whether it's about this or whether about something else. But it's okay to change your mind and let, you know, give yourself a break and allow that flexibility. Again, back to this idea of, you know, flexibility versus rigidity is having a little bit more flexibility with yourself can be good for your mental health. Where the rigidity, you know, sometimes overly rigid, but it it depends on the situation, too. So, and the other thing I wanted to bring up was, you know, the idea of, do we tell people we have what our boundaries are or do we not, right? What's your, what's your take on that?
1: So I think it depends on the situation. A lot of it is the boundary is for me and the boundary is for me to maintain. And so I think in a lot of ways because people have really like aggressive reactions to boundaries and oh you're trying to keep me out or you're trying to keep me from talking about what I want to talk to talk about it's like no I'm just saying that this particular topic I think we should not have on the table at Thanksgiving I think we should just let the politics sit over here in a box and we as a family don't need to talk about this and that can be okay but that's letting people know that 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 isn't what we're gonna what we're going to do. But I think it's important for you to know your boundary and for you to maintain your boundary. So it's not their responsibility and it's it's kind of up to you whether you present it as here's a group decision we're making, here's a group rule we're making about politics at the Thanksgiving table, or it's something that you're holding back for yourself. I think both have to be there.
0: Right. And I I think like it also depends on can the person hear it. Right. Like it's one thing if you say it, but it's how is it going to be received by this person? Most people, if you know, you're listening to this, you might have tried to set boundaries with people in the past and done it where you're like, I'm going to be very transparent and I'm going to tell this person this is my boundary. And the person didn't react to it very well because it threatens their sense of well being in some way in their mind, right? Like, because then it's saying, you know, one thing people can accuse you of, of being too controlling. And it's not that you're trying to control them, you're trying to take care of yourself. And this is what you're needing to feel emotionally safe and secure. And You know, they're not understanding that that's something you need. And the more they push on that, the more it's like there's an element in my mind of disrespect, right, is that then if you value respect and this person is now disrespecting what you're asking for, there's an issue there.
1: Yeah. I also like to think of it kind of like a kid asking for a piece of candy. They're going to probably come and ask you more than one time to see if you'll change your mind. And so your history (laughs) in your relationship with them, they're not meaning to disrespect you. They just want their way. And so it's important for us to kind of be able to say, what is this saying about them? not what is it saying about me or what they're saying, trying to give me a message about me. Like they don't respect me. I like us to kind of put that into a different frame of reference. If we think of it like putting in boundaries with kids, we're putting in rules. They're going to ask us for stuff that we're going to say no to all the time. And that's okay. And it's okay if they come back and ask a second time, they still want their way. And that's your choice about whether or not you follow through with your boundary or you choose not to, but that's setting up a habit and a pattern of behavior that if you say yes, the next time they're going to expect you to cave when they continue to come to you and ask the same question again.
0: Yes. Very good point. Well, we are going to need to wrap for today, but we are going to be talking about boundaries this whole season. So keep listening each week for Elizabeth and I, as we, Talk more about boundaries. And if you have a specific question about boundaries or a specific scenario, we want you to email us or get that to us. Uh, Shiftingourshit at gmail.com is how you can get in touch with us. Uh, But we want to give you some really helpful, usable tools for your toolbox uh, to handle all of the stressors. And one of those stressors is, the relationships we have with other people. So, thank you Elizabeth for joining me today and this season and we'll see you back here next week.
1: Thanks Megan.